Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Retired College Athletes Podcast, a podcast designed to inspire and inform current and former athletes through stories and advice from retired college athletes. I'm your host, Sydney Umeri, and today we have a solo cast where we'll be talking all about politics and gaslighting in college athletics. Let's go ahead and hop into today's episode. guys so today's episode is a bit of a continuation of the episode that aired on monday which was episode 73 entitled the side of college sports no one talks about with brianna debose that was an awesome episode i really enjoyed chatting with brianna about everything that we did if you haven't listened to it i will link it in the description box below but it was a really candid raw and honest episode about what happens in college athletics that people really aren't talking about. It's not what the media paints it out to be. It's not about gear. It's not about privilege. It's not about travel. It's not even about payment and NIL. There's so much more that happened that the media isn't covering. And we talked all about that. But in particular, there was this one soundbite that I played, a teaser really, uh, for this episode on Instagram. And everyone really enjoyed it. Enjoyed it in the sense that people could relate. So I'm going to go ahead and play that right now and we can get into dissecting it and talking a little bit more about the politics and the gaslighting that happens in college athletics. No lie. No lie, Sydney. She's like, no matter what you do, you will not play for me. She's like, you can improve all summer long, all you want, but you're never going to play for me. Like she said that to me, I'm like 19 years old. And so I'm just jaded. Like I'm so upset (laughs) and I'm not playing bad. Like I'm doing fine in practice. And like my assistant coach was like, yeah, you're doing fine. Um, But it was just like a roller coaster ride. So it was a lot emotionally. Like I was done. I was tired of the, you know, they love you one day. They hate you the next day. You know, they're playing the mind games. They're going back and forth. The assistant coaches aren't speaking up letting the the head coach kind of just, you know, run the dictatorship. I mean, what a clip, right? Uh, Especially for, it's probably pretty jarring for anybody who has never really been in college athletics or hasn't had a kid go through college athletics. If this is your first introduction to what it could be like, I am very sorry, but also you're welcome because it's a pretty candid and honest look at what it can look like. Throughout the conversation with Brianna, I felt like we had really similar stories. Similar to her, I had a coach just like that, the biggest difference was her coach was very transparent, even even though it was out of line, saying, you'll never play for me. Whereas my coach was not. Uh, there was a lot of gaslighting and mind games that go into it. But before I get into that, I want to quickly discuss, and maybe some of you guys will identify with this, where if you've been a college athlete that's gone into college, you were, you know, you were good in high school, obviously, you went into college, and Things didn't go as planned. You didn't play as much for whatever reason. There's so many reasons why this could happen. And then you leave, you know, and you go talk to people who have known you for some time or even people who haven't known you for some time, but know you're a college athlete and they ask you about your experience and you're like, yeah, you know, I didn't play that much, blah, 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 like whatever you say. And often I find that so many people, specifically adults that are older than me, will be like, oh, well, you know you were probably just like so so good in high school, like you were a big fish in a small pond. And then going to college, you know, now you're a small fish in a big pond, blah, blah, blah. That is my biggest pet peeve. Because that is the biggest sign of somebody who has no idea what college athletics is about. 
they have no idea that politics actually plays a role in why you're playing or why you're not playing. To me, that is the biggest way to kind of circumvent the fact that like there is a lot of stuff that just happens in college athletics that has nothing to do with like there's no straight line often fact times that I've seen between your success in playing versus like what you're actually doing. I think oftentimes there there is a lot of so-and-so's parents called the coach or the coach needs to play her over you for whatever reasons. Maybe like they're trying to prove something to the AD about this recruiting class. Maybe the coach straight up doesn't like you, like Rihanna was saying, and there's a vendetta against you with this coach. That excuse that people give around like, well, you know, everyone is so good in college and it can, it, it makes sense why you would have struggled, doesn't, they just don't get it. And so for those of you guys who can identify with that, who also get very frustrated with that whole conversation, feeling like people don't understand, I see you, I see you and I get it. It's so frustrating and that you're not the only one. Um, I am somebody who, just like you, <laughs> like struggled through college for various reasons because of a coaching staff that really was not about their players. And you're not the only one. So I think if we can kind of just continue to share our stories tactfully, um, but also raw and honestly, hopefully we can help the whole line of players behind us who are probably going through similar things. Hopefully not to the extent that we have gone through it, but we would be kind of naive to believe that we left college and all of a sudden things are fine. Now to talk about gaslighting. So Brianna talked about how her coach literally said, Hey, you're never going to play for me. You're never going to play for me. Um, It doesn't matter how good you get. And that kind of speaks to the politics of what I just talked about. But I had mentioned that episode, how as out of line as that was, at least her coach told her so she could make a decision to move on. She could transfer. She could do what was best for her. I played under a coach who had no intention of ever being transparent about any of those things. And the more that I do these interviews, the more side conversations I've had, I've, I've been out of college for a good number of years now. So just having heard stories, watched it happen to other people, I find that one of the most dangerous things in college athletics is gaslighting. And it's because when you think about gaslighting, or when you, for example, when you think about abuse, I feel like everyone can picture what abuse looks like what in whatever form it comes in. When you think about manipulation, everyone kind of understands that. These are all things that we have learned, um, have seen probably up until that point. These are all things that like can register with us. But when you ask people about gaslighting, they don't know what that is. And it's not their fault. We don't talk about it that often. I remember being in college, I entered college at the age of 17, pretty naive. And also, I feel like for the most part, like many college athletes, I just am a pretty much a yes man because I, I want to play. I just want to be an agreeable kid. I want to be a coachable kid. And so I'm just trying to do my job, which is be a good athlete here. Um, but unfortunately, I find that that sometimes gets taken advantage of because your freshman year, you come in and you're just trying to make it work. Like you're being agreeable. Oh, things are, maybe things are going well, maybe they're not going well and you're just going along with it. And so you may go in and ask your coach, like, Hey coach, you know, what can I do to get better? Can I play more? Um, like whatever questions you ask them and they give you the answers. And then sophomore year comes around and it's kind of more of the same and things continue to go downhill yet. You're doing the things that you're supposed to be doing. Like you're working to get better Um, whatever they've told you, you've taken it seriously. Like you're really just trying to 
do your job, which is come in, be a good student, and be a good athlete. And yet, there is still no transparency. It's not making sense. Like Things are not adding up. This is where I find it to be the most dangerous for student athletes when it comes to gaslighting. Because I was that student athlete, and I was sitting there like, what? is wrong with me? Like, what, what am I doing wrong? What do I need to do better? Like, I I don't understand. Like, why can't I pull myself together? And that is where things go wrong because oftentimes it's not you. It's literally not you. It's them. And gaslighting is causing you to question your reality. That's what it's causing you to be like, what is wrong with me? Even though literally nothing is wrong with you. And so as you can imagine, This can lead to a lot of cognitive dissonance where what you believe to be true isn't really true or you're questioning all of that. And I find that to be really devastating, really hard to work through for somebody who is so young. So we're talking ages 17 to what, 22? Your brain isn't fully developed. You're experiencing things for the first time in the sense like you're away from home and things like that are happening. And all of a sudden you have these people who you trust, or at least, you know, you decided that, hey, I, I can play under you. I trust you enough to play under you. Who are manipulating you and gaslighting you. And by the time you finally realize that this is going on, not only are you personally damaged and hurt, but you're like, okay, how do I move forward from here? During that time when I was going through it, the transfer rules were not in our favor. Now it's a lot better for kids, which I am super excited about because you need to be able to leave a toxic situation as soon as possible without it hurting you. Whereas for me and a lot of other athletes during that time, we would have had to sit out. And that just is not, that was not, that was not working for the NTA. That wasn't working for its athletes. And so I personally find gaslighting to be one of the most detrimental things, one of the least talked about things that happen to college athletes, specifically from coaches or people in positions of power over athletes. On Instagram, I provided some resources around identifying gaslighting and how to navigate during that time when you are when you realize that you are being gaslit and things like that. And if you guys are interested, I could definitely do a whole podcast episode on how to navigate that just because I really do think it is one of the most detrimental things that I have seen happen. And that has actually happened to me. Um, So if you guys are interested, please feel free to DM me on Instagram about that. And I can definitely get an episode out about that sometime in the next few weeks. But I just wanted to come on today and kind of flesh out a little bit of that part of our conversation with Brianna. She was awesome. I'm so glad that she was so candid. It was, it it gave me the permission to also be candid in that conversation. But I hope that this episode in particular, me going through it and talking a little bit more in depth about it, even though it's short. For those of you guys who have experienced this, um, who listened to the episode and were like, yes, yes, I know what this is. I've been through this. I hope that you find this also very validating in the sense that what you went through was wrong, uh, that you're not crazy for what, for thinking what happened to you was wrong or, you know, having all the second guessing that you did. It, It wasn't your fault that you were doing it. It was kind of like the system was built for you to do that. And so I remember just hearing her talk about it. I was like, I felt seen because that was also my story. I hope that you feel seen listening to that episode and this one as well. With that said, that is all I have for today. So let's go ahead and hop into housekeeping. Thank you so much for taking the time out of your day to listen to this podcast. It means so much to me. 
If you would like to get more involved in the RCA community, please feel free to follow us on social media. We are everywhere, but definitely most active on Instagram and on YouTube. We actually have a YouTube video coming out today at noon. So please feel free to head over there. It's always linked in the description box below. Also, if you like what we're doing and would love to give to us, please give to us on Patreon. In exchange, you get exclusive content. We're trying to build a community over there. So if you are capable of giving, would love to have you do that. But if you can't, no worries at all. With that said, that is all I have for today. I hope you guys have a great rest of your week and I cannot wait to talk to you guys next week.